0: Um. All right. So this third tier, we got two guys in it.
1: Three. This two guys. is an
0: interesting one. There are a lot of guys that have Christian Darrisaw as like the number two. Uh I'd say Slater's pretty universal. The number two,
1: Christian Darrisaw, Virginia Tech.
0: Yeah, Virginia Tech. A lot of people, almost everyone, have has him as number three, and I see it. He shows some really good flashes where. You know, I was talking about Slater. He would just kinda of like, oh, he ate up the D end on that play. Oh, he ate him up on that play. I would do that, <laughs> but not as consistently. And there was a lot of walking on the field with Darisaw. And it just Oh no. The form would get kind of sloppy too at times because he's just he's a very capable player in the sense that he has all the tools and it's clear from, you know, a lot of his reps that he has the technique but it just he doesn't yeah, show it, it consistently and so it just gives me pause the te-
1: that the talents there the techniques there like the sizes there like everything you want there but like you just kind of question the on-field
0: drive yeah it's just he's a good player but he should be dominating why isn't he and so you know we were talking about it like there's a lot of guys in this class and so some of them are going to be over drafted and we're going to be like oh my god like i can't believe you took and so with that in mind thinking like okay out of these guys that I've looked at so far, who would I see as the most likely candidate? Christian saw is one of them, because he, you know, dude,
1: he's got some plays where he just where he just
0: wrecks people. Like guys it's like running away from it's this guy. There. It really is there the ability, and he—that's why I got him in this tier. And the next guy in the tier is the same way because he could really jump up and be a stud in this league. Christian Dariusaw and this next guy, but there are questions that I need answered. And if they're not answered, they could drop and they ju- could just be, you know, not good players in the league. So, next guy, Alex Leatherwood, out of Bama. And we really have a... Uh, Alabama, real Todd. Yeah, we really have a looks-like-Tarzan-plays-like-Jane scenario going on with this guy. I mean, he his body is just freaking incredible. Like, it's everything you want in offensive tackle to look like. But this little like two hundred forty pound outside linebacker from Notre Dame was like beating him up all game. It's like, wait a minute, what? Oh, no, that, that doesn't make sense. So, oh, so he's
1: got the tools, but like the the production is kind of lacking. You're saying? It's like, wait
0: a minute, and this guy was like, I think like Outland Trophy winner, like first team All American. Like he's got all the awards too, but I. I don't know, and you know, you see it. He 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 does like just totally dominate dudes at times. Like be, at times, though, then it, it, it's less than Derasaw, and he looks better than Derasaw, but he doesn't have the production that Derasaw has, and Derasaw's production is questionable. So oh, no. I don't know. I think they're both kind of in that. I need to see how their mental game is to really know if they're going to be successful in this league, because they really could, they could jump up into that upper tier of stud starters, or they could just, you know, after a few years and a few failed chances, they're just not, you know, seen as starters in the league. So uh-huh. we'll see. We'll see. This, this next tier, though, tier four, these guys, I think you can bring in as starters. They will struggle at first, but they're guys who, you know, we talked about this with the interior alignment. They're guys who, by the end of the season, who can be legit starters for you. So it might be worth the early struggles just to bring them in as a starter. Or, you know, sit them for six games and bring them in when you get an injury. We'll see what happens. So first guy in this, Liam Eikenberg from Notre Dame. So he's another one of those sturdy dudes. Guys run into him, and it doesn't really affect him. And He's got an attitude too. Like he's trying to, he's trying to put you on your back, which is good. I like seeing that in left tackles because a lot of left tackles coming out of college recently, like they're like, "Oh, I, I pass block you." You know, that's my job. I pass block sixty times a game, and so eh, I the run blocking, I'll get my hands on you. I'll do the steps I'm supposed to, and that's it. Eichenberg, he'll go after you. Like he, he's trying to put guys in the dirt. But similar to Wyatt Davis, the guard from uh, Ohio State. State kind of lean and get over his skis sometimes, and that can kind of you know doesn't hurt him too much in the run game, but that's probably just because it's college. And once he has his hands on a guy in the run game, that guy you know he's a big guy, he's just going to be shoving dudes around. But it definitely hurts him in the pass game, where he'll lean and kind of get stuck, and his feet will stop, and those counter moves will just kind of leave him in the dust. And maybe even in on a speed rush. He expects the contact. I saw this a few times. He expects the contact to happen at a certain point, but the guy's doing a speed rush as opposed to, uh, you know, just like a normal outside rush. And he'll kind of miss a little bit and you'll see him like bent over and the guy just run right by him because his feet stop and he's leaning over. So that's the one thing that, that I think can be a coaching thing, which is why I think you can bring him in as a starter, as long as you're constantly kind of saying, Hey, Hey, you know, Wait for the contact. Don't don't get over eager just to hit the guy. Like patience. will be all right. You have the ability. Like don't you don't need to compensate for anything. I think that's what he's gotta hear. Uh nice. Next guy down. Jackson Carmen, left tackle out of Clemson, protecting our boy Clemson. Trevor. You know, he did all right at it. Uh decent. He's, he's another guy that's got some attitude and he wants to <laughs> he wants to hit you for sure, you know, like seeing it out of a left Six, tackle. 6'5",
1: 335. Big
0: geez. dude. But even at that, you know, even with the attitude and with the size, I kind of question his punch. And he's like he's good at a lot of stuff and he really gets by because he's good at a lot of stuff. But that punch is what he's going to need to stop NFL linemen that's what he's going to need to hit a dn with so that this dn isn't just, you know, doing whatever move that he had planned in his head before the play. Like you got to knock this guy off his course if you're going to be successful in stopping him and I didn't really see him do that at the college level. So it it's you know, we'll have to see what happens at the NFL level. But he did give me faith in this in the way that just he consistently got the job done because he's overall a very good player because he's good at a lot of things. You know, Just does he have that, you know, the is really mentality too. You know, there, there, there's certain guys that just know when to shoot their hands and have no problem shooting them as hard as they want and are able to aim it directly at that DN shoulder. And it doesn't seem like he naturally has that, but another thing that could be coached. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Got something on him?
1: No, no, no. That's just uh, that's Just uh, when a guy's that big, you know? Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, and it may be that he's been huge and hasn't had to rely on a punch, and now he will, and now he'll get coached up, and that's why I think you can bring him in as a guy that could be a potential starter for you at least by the end of his rookie year. It is a question, though. Um, next guy down, Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. Go maize and blue. We uh yeah. the the right. I didn't
1: even know they had a football team.
0: <laughs> we, you don't need to talk about it. They're, they're they're not great. They uh they just resigned their coach though, so things are looking up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it's so sad dude so sad well
0: we'll we'll get to that in our uh, college football preview going into the season dude harbaugh they brag about him doing like
1: six hours straight practices and it's like that's just not it's just not productive and everyone's known that for years so like why are we bragging about the six hours straight practices (laughs) were you talking about throwing like swords into dragons which doesn't make any sense Uh, like nothing, like nothing about this, like nothing makes sense. I'm embarrassed as a fellow khaki wearer to to have this man is 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 a part of the khaki wearing circle, dude. Because there's, there's probably two of us in the circle right now, but I just I wish I was alone in this.
0: <laughs> well, at least he's got time to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, he's got a pretty good player in Jalen Mayfield, and he Mayfield. He's not the most athletic dude. Uh, definitely a right tackle. But even not being the most athletic dude, he's pretty active. Like he's get, He keeps his feet moving. I like it. Um, he's looking for guys to hit. Um, you know, if he doesn't have anyone to block, he's looking at the guard. And if the guard's got someone, he's getting his shoulder into the, that guy's ribs. And he's another one of those sturdy dudes who latches onto you. But kind of like a poor man's Tevin Jenkins, in that he doesn't have as much just massive raw power. And so he really has to get his hands on you. He really has to rely on getting his hands on you. And since he's not that athletic, he's not always able to. So that will hold him back a little bit. But I like what I see out of how active he is and how he's always looking for work. So I think he can kind of. I think he'll learn. It may not even be a coaching thing. He may just learn to adapt to the league. And I think, so again, can bring him in to start at some point in his rookie year, maybe not right away, but I think he can adapt to the league and become your right tackle by the end of the rookie year. So playoff team, looking for a guy. He's around on, you know, day two, late third round. Absolutely. Take him. Um,
1: Awesome, awesome.
0: And then, yeah, right after him, last of this tier. Ooh, Mr. Hainsey, the right tackle from Notre Dame. We talked about Eichenberg, the left tackle, Hainsey, the right tackle. Big athletic dude. Another active guy like Mayfield. But he's definitely more athletic than Mayfield. So I I like that a lot. He's a little sloppy, though. And because of that sloppiness... I don't really know if he has the power that Mayfield has. So maybe, you know, that 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 can be a coaching thing. And if he gets if he learns how to use his body a little more efficiently, keep his hips under him and you know, a little more accurate with his hands. I don't know if, if he'll have the power that Mayfield has, but he'll certainly be able to be as productive as Mayfield at that right tackle spot and again, can start for you as a rookie. But we'll need some coaching up before he becomes a productive starter he dies. for you. Yeah. Just really, you know, some questions about the power. And I think those questions are more stemming from the inefficient technique than his ability. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Um, one last tier for the tackles. This will be our fifth it's, tier. Susan G. And it's, it's G. these guys. I don't, I don't know if they're gonna start for your rookie year. You can, if you got an old tackle. I
1: mean, we've we've been through like fifteen dudes, so yeah. So you know, it makes sense. So many, there's so many, there's so many guys, there are guys in the league <laughs>
0: already too. So no, it it definitely makes sense. So far in the first four tiers, we had let's see, six, eight, twelve tackles. So there, were, I'd say twelve tackles who could start as rookies from this class. With the question marks being Darisaw and Leatherwood, I still think they can start as rookies, but they're going to be up and down and, you know, just their future is TBD. But they definitely have the ability to start as rookies. This last tier, Dylan Reduns out of North Dakota State and Brady Christensen out of BYU. Like the Rams. You know, Whitworth... Oh, shoot, they may have just signed him to a two-year extension, actually. Whitworth, he's got to retire at some point. So if you wanted to get one of these guys to bring in, learn behind him, they each have some deficiencies that I think definitely need addressing and worked on before they can be starters. But I definitely see the potential in both of them to be starters at some point. Um, maybe just not as rookie. So, all right, Redund's out of North Dakota State. He's athletic, very clear from looking at him. You know, he he just, he's, he's a little slim, um, but like, you know, it's not like he's slim and slow. He's got the quickness for his size, but he just doesn't have the power. And he's going against those D1 AA guys. I know they're still good players, but he should be able to control those guys with his punch if he's going to step in and start for an NFL team next year. And consistently, you know, he's big and athletic, so he got to the block, he made the block, but he didn't control the man, and that is really going to hold him back, and I just didn't really see any evidence of him doing that, even at the lower level of competition. So, got to get stronger. Um, Maybe there's some stuff a coach can work on you with, but I think that's just going to take a lot of adapting to the NFL game and time in the weight room. Uh, we go to okay. Brady Christensen, BYU, protecting this man, dude. Dylan
1: Redunds, hold on, Dylan Redunds, basketball, football, shot putter, athletic dude. The guy's no just joke. a born winner, man. Yeah, yeah, 14, 14 sacks in high school, three time FCS champion. How good is North Dakota State? This is absurd. What do you mean, three time FCS <laughs> champion? I think these guys would probably beat Bama, they'd probably be favored by like 14 or 15. Points. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: That's why they all turned down Bama for North Dakota State.
1: I mean, yeah, Carson Wentz is better than, than how many QBs does Bama have in the league? Uh, like, wait a minute. Like, like, a. I'm a. sorry. A. Did
0: Jalen Hurts not go McCarran to Alabama? Did Jalen Hurts not just no, steal no. Carson he's, Wentz's he's job? He's in Oklahoma. Yeah. He's an Oklahoma quarterback. Yeah, one year at Oklahoma. Bama only has one QB in the two league. Two or three years. It is two, uh, two or three years. Oklahoma's that, has three. Let's let's not act like that Bama quarterback Tyler didn't just Murray. steal Carson Wentz's job.
1: Baker Mayfield, Jalen Hurts. Her. He got this man I traded.
0: Done. I mean, yeah, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Buffaloes. I don't know just, what did they get like okay. a, It kind of looks like a buffalo. The North Dakota State mascot. All right, but anyway. And they're playing a dome. Well, they yeah, they like do.
1: The one of the like the few college <clears throat> teams to play in a dome.
0: They do. It's interesting. <clears throat> All right. Brady Christensen.
1: Brady Christensen.
0: Blocking the backside of Zach Wilson. He Pause. is a solid player. Um, I'm going to have
1: to edit that one out, man. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that for the, like the past two years the blind or something
0: side. like that. I'm at
1: the blind side. <laughs> From Bountiful Utah. Yeah. Brady Christensen. I'm just going to leave it in. You know what? Forget it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uncut. <laughs> The most uncut Raw <laughs> sports podcast there is <laughs> <laughs> So we talk about Mormons here Christian's un- Unbuttoned,
0: ain't got nothing on this Ron podcast <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Alright, alright, so Christensen Consensus, all American first team It's interesting kind I'm, of the watching, real deal. I'm watching the film And I'm just like I don't really know what he does well But he hasn't really screwed anything up too badly. But just, I don't see that strategy translating to the NFL. Like, with Rashawn Slater, it's like, nothing's really sticking out, but he's just beating his guy every rep. With Brady Christensen, it's like, he's not really doing anything well, but he's not losing every rep.